This is ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland. Rolly Sussex, good afternoon to you. Hello, girl. Now, we had an email come through with a word I must admit I haven't seen and I'm pretty sure I haven't heard either. And we don't even know really how to pronounce it. No. Um, but the listener says, look, um, some very loud aeroplanes went overhead and his wife said, those things are giving me the... Now, it's the Piacas? Piacas. P-I-A-C-K-E-R-S? Yeah, that, that's P-I-A-C-K-E-R-S. That's mm. how he spelt it sort of yeah. fishing around for a way of representing those sounds. Mm. I haven't heard this one. No. I've looked at all of the Australian dictionaries of slang and mm. unconventional English and Jerry Wilkes's book on Australian uh, colloquial language. I've even sent it down to the people at the Australian National Dictionary in Canberra, mm. Canberra to see if they know what it is. Yeah. It, there are other phrases like, gives me the Jim Jams, but that's old. Mm. Gives me the heebie-jeebies. Heebie-jeebies, yeah. But that goes back to America in a, oh dear, a Barney Google cartoon in the 1920s. Oh. So that's way, it's nearly, yes. two, nearly 100 years old. Um, it gives me the irrits. Mm-hmm, the irrits, yes. There's all sorts of phrases in that area. But this one may be a homegrown mm. piece of Queensland. The Piacas. Piacas or Piacas. Piacas. Has anyone heard it mm. or something similar? I Have thought you it ever might be New it? Zealand or uh, I didn't know could if it was a New be, Zealander or something. Could be. Mm. I mean, if, if you've heard it, 1300 what is that of our misery? Yeah. Mm. Or build a new word which might yet be another yes. Queensland neologism. Oh, that would be great. There you go. 1300 help us out. Now, you put out this call on Facebook I did. as well, Rolly. Yes, you uh, started off my Facebook page on, for I the did. ABC. It's called At Rolly Sussex. Mm. And it's been plugging along with some really interesting con- contributions. Now, this week, in fact, a couple of days ago, I put out a call to the, the people who follow it. Mm. Do they know any words which have lost their I-N-G? Mm. Okay, now. Things like frying pan, yeah, right, becoming fry pan. Yes. Mm-hmm. And by the way, with frying pan, there are people who claim that a frying pan is round and you put it on the stove, mm-hmm. and a fry pan is rectangular and electric. Oh. But I'm afraid mm. people use both words for both they in a do. kind of undisciplined way. But there are heaps more. Um, for example, with the word swimming, you used to have swimming trunks, mm. swim trunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. A swim carnival, a swim costume, swim hole, swim pool, swim meet, swim suit, swim school. Mm. They all used to be ING. Now, losing the ING is American yes. in origin, and there are heaps more. Now, there's a racetrack rather than a racing Racing track, track mm. um, and a ski slope rather than a skiing slope. And the, the people who follow this have, have come up with heaps more. Sometimes, oh, sorry. Backing up a little bit. Mm-hmm. The ing thing started off by being the present active participle of the verb, which sounds terribly p- pedantic. It really does. <laughs> it means, if you say, I am singing, that mm-hmm. ing thing yes. is the present active participle. It means I'm mm-hmm. in the process of doing something. And it, it, it goes on the end of any verb in English, except for modals like may and should. You don't say, I am shoulding. Mm. Yes. But no, I am singing. Even mm-hmm. I am being, I am having. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's huge. Then it made adjectives, so you get, for example, the nun is singing, the singing nun. Where where did the ING come from? Oh, it's way, way back in in English, early Middle English and then earlier on in Old English. Mm -hmm. So it's been around for a long time, at least, I think, since the 14th century. Mm. And then it made nouns. 
And a few of these have actually um, turned into, into words like um, diggings, Mm. No, or one which I really hate, learnings. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, the learnings we can take away. Yeah, but something mm. like bedding. Right Now, originally mm -hmm. that was bedding something down. That was a yes. verb. But bedding now means the things that you use to put on the bed to keep you warm. Yes. Likewise, um, clothing, mm -hmm. dwelling, it's a thing. Yep. Mooring, a place where you put a boat. Scaffolding. Yep. A framework that you put up around a house, which, by the way, in Asia is made of bamboo and they tie it together with string. Mm -hmm. and it's incredibly flexible and strong. And then some of them are plural, like diggings and earnings and findings and innings in cricket, mm, inning in, in baseball, lodgings. Uh, and so, you know, ing has actually done, first of all, it was the participle. Then it became an adjective. Mm -hmm. Then it became a noun. All right, so just moving through language, isn't it's, it? And it's it's a very useful common ending. Now the mm. fact that we're losing it, particularly in these things like you know your dance partner, not mm -hmm. your dancing partner, and there's one that I can just remember when I was very young, a sparking plug. Now yes. I bet I bet you've really only no, been a spark plug. It's woman. been a spark plug mainly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but sparking plug was the British one, mm -hmm. and it was around. Well, I was born in 45, so it's been, it was around, around then. just then, <laughs> but it's disappeared since. And uh, it's even become a noun in a curious way. Mm -hmm. um, the police acu accuse people of break and enter, mm. not breaking and entering. It was breaking and entering. It was. Now it's break and enter. But now break and enter. So mm. the, the poor old ing looks as if it's in some strife mm. on the way down. And we'd like to ask the listeners if they've got more examples or any comments on this, because it's a mm. bit of a language that's actually in motion at the moment. And I can give you some more. A chat room, a finish line, a spin cycle on your washing machine, your yes. wash machine maybe. A spinning cycle, a spinning them, cycle. Yeah, some of them. Well, I think it's still a washing machine rather than a wash machine. Yeah, it's a washing machine still. Right. But mm. you do have a swap meet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. And you certainly have a row boat and a sail boat rather than a mm. rowing boat and a sailing boat. Um, there are heaps and heaps of these. Mm. What is the drive time to Bundaberg? Driving time. Yeah. And the ing ones are gradually getting, they're starting to sound a little old-fashioned, mm -hmm. little formal, written, yes. over-careful. And the other ones are, are particularly in things like advertising language. You know, yes. They're starting to sound more natural, more punchy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and even you get even chooks which are not on the point of laying, but they're point of lay chooks. Lay chooks. <laughs> no, well, it you sounds know. like they're the chooks that help out the real chooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like working on that people. one here, right. <laughs> yeah, but if you go to the gym, you go to the change room. Yes, you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm, rather than the changing room. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So if, if there are more, yes. let's hear them. 1300 612. Now, Joe from Cairns, Rolling, mm -hmm. has called in. You're on ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland with Kelly Higgins-Devine and Professor Rolly Sussex having a word in your ear about the English language. Joe, hello. Whoops, have I got you? Oh, no, Joe's gone. Unfortunately, oh and I don't think we have a number for him. Uh, yeah, he was going to talk about um, Piacus. He thinks it might be Pommy in in uh, mm. in origin. Well, I couldn't find it. It should have anything. screaming in it. Yeah, screaming Piacus. Yeah, 
Oh, now, wait a minute. Helen from Cooparoo yes. might be able to help us out. Hi, Helen. Oh, hi. I'm actually from Kippering. Oh, Kippering. No worries. Um, don't want to be associated with Kippering. Heavens. Um, you tell us about your dad. Okay. Well, Dad and I both come from Scotland. Mm-hmm. He, during the World War Two, he was on a, a, a big Navy ship, so it could have come from there, um, or it could have come from one of his Scottish friends. Um, but when he was working here in Australia, he would come home working in the big factory and he said the noise in there is giving me the payakas. Oh, the payakas. The payakas. Almost as if it's E-R-S at the end. Yes. The payakas. It's giving me the payakas. Giving mm. me the... Okay. Well, that's interesting because both both of the references we've heard now had to do with loud noises. Mm-hmm. So yeah. did you feel that was the context team entered in as well? That's right. Okay. The payakas. All right. Ooh, now do this you was... use it, Helen? No. no. Okay, so it was your dad who was from Scotland, yes. and you think he probably picked it up during the war in the Navy? Yes. Okay. Mm. We might just ask Ross Eastgate, who's our, yes, our, our army-type person. Does he know mm. about it? Because sometimes these things are just in one of the services. Yeah. Sometimes they're, they're far more widely spread. Mm. All right, we've got a, an inquiry Thanks, going here. Thank you. There we go. Piacas. Well, now we know. I love our listeners. Oh, they're good. Mm, they certainly are. And they allow me to harvest data, which I would never <laughs> otherwise get out at all. That's it. Glenn from Stanthorpe, hello. G'day, Kelly. G'day, Rolly. Hello there. The ing on the end of the word. Yes. Um, I've got a bit of a bugbear, actually. Go on. Um, I've heard this phrase the last few years, mm-hmm. um, and it's moving forward. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. yes. It's, one, it's one of those ones where you sort of say it when you don't really have anything else to say. Yeah. Moving um, forward. Yes. And mm. almost, uh, you know, if you say it with sufficient gravitas, it, it almost <laughs> it appears to be mm. saying something. Uh, yes. uh, whereas if you take it out, it normally doesn't change anything, and that nope. means that it's just superfluous. Mm-hmm. But you're right, it is moving forward. Um, but there is a verb to, to, you know, if you really want to move forward, Mm. I think moving forward is usually the, the the form it takes. And you you quite often hear public figures like politicians saying, you know, we're going to do this moving forward. Well, mm. How else would you do it? Yes, it's very hard to go back in time. Mm-hmm. We've yeah. tried. No, I think, I think, sorry, I was thinking if Rowley had any alternatives to uh-huh. Australia. In the future? Just leave, you know, just leave it out. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, we're just going to do time, this. I think, I think yeah. we, we ought to ring a bell every time we hear it. No? Might make, yeah. make, a bit, bit like, you know, sort of unclean as you go through the streets mm. yeah but well, I, I was i was in the military as well um and we always we used it as you know move forward yeah oh yes but moving forward it just it just gets me i'm sorry yes yeah. uh, well look move forward in the military enough. is quite specific you're making ground in a particular in a particular direction mm. for a particular purpose right yep. whereas this moving forward it, it, it's just you know as time goes by something will happen will yeah it's just one of those management buzz mm-hmm. phrases or words that come in and they yeah. come and they go yes. um paul from toowoomba tell us about piacus yeah uh, i've always heard it as kayakers not piacus. Oh, kayakers okay and uh, and uh, screaming kayakers uh, it, it indicates extreme annoyance. I worked on the council in Brisbane some 35 years ago, yeah. and mm-hmm. we had a truck driver from Bolan in western Queensland, and that yep. was, um, you know, his family had been there for many years, and uh, and and this was one of the terms that he used fairly frequently to indicate, you know, uh, something that really annoyed you a lot. 
something he gave you the screaming kayakers okay so it was always give someone the screaming kayakers yeah 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 it's giving me the screaming kayak okay and it was never used in any other any other sort of phrase not that i have heard okay but you've given us a variant with a k which is which is interesting again because when these things are spoken sometimes when they're transmitted from one person to the other they're misheard mm. yes, and, uh, yes. P, p for k is not unheard of Mm. Kayakers. All right. kayak and he Western was from Queensland Bolan. 35 years ago, you say? Yeah, Bolan in particular. So this would be right. about 1980-ish. Yeah, that's right. Okay. About, mm. But he had he had come migrated east from there many years before that. Okay. Ah, thank mm. you. Well, all right. We're, we're making a little progress. We are. Ah. I love Great. that. Thank you for that. So, how many? What sort of examples did you get from people on Facebook? Okay, um, the quite a lot associated with sport, mm-hmm. and again, I, yes. I'm not quite sure why, but score sheet rather than scoring, scoring sheet. sheet. Mm-hmm. And some of these, when you say them, you think, "Oh, I, I yeah. do vaguely remember it was that way once," mm. but things have moved on. Um, the change room we've done, um, start line, and lots of things with start, start mm-hmm. line, finish line, yep. start date, mm-hmm. right? Uh, ski slope and race track. Yep. Um, all those. All those. Mm. Quite a lot of sailboat things. Um, not sailing boat. No. No, but a sailboat. I remember the first time that it, I saw that it was in an in an American uh, mm. thing, and I thought, wait a moment, that's not the way I say things, but it has become very standard. Uh, dance, dance floor, mm-hmm. dance partner. Yeah. Uh, dance competition. Uh, and I, I, a lot of these things which in, involving some sort of competition. Yep. They seem to be that. But then you've got cooktop. Mm-hmm. And this is part of advertising things. Yep. But some of them do and some of them don't. So, you know, you have a cooktop, you've mm. got a fry pan, but a roast pan, I don't think so. Roasting roast. pan, roast pan. Get the roast pan out. Oh, you might say, if, if somebody said it, I wouldn't yeah. flinch. It wouldn't, you wouldn't flinch, flinch, but you might notice it as being a little unusual. Mm. And what happens is that once you've got a, a little nest of words like this, like you mm. know, a cooktop and so on, then that will influence things like roast and fry and boil and so on. Yeah. Um, a toasting fork, a toast fork. A to- yeah, toasting fork. Uh, some of them seem to be mm. persisting better than others. Other, uh, in other cases, like sailboat, rowboat, you know, you go mm. and go down to the to the lake somewhere and hire a Rowboat for an hour. Mm. Rowing boat? Mm, I don't mm, know. Too formal. Little formal. Yeah. It, and definitely it has this idea of a little dated, a little careful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I, I find that curious because, again, particularly the, the, the break and enter one from the, from the police. Mm. Because breaking and entering, you would think, is a particular type of crime which probably has a place in the statute book somewhere. Yeah. Uh, and yet break and enter... You know, is break and I've I've heard it. Break and enter is one of the crimes which is on the increase. Mm. Okay. All right. Thirteen hundred triple two six twelve. Robert from Rockhampton. Hello. Good day, Kelly Higginson. It's Robert Schwarton, actually. Oh, hello. How oh, are hello. you? Good. Good day, Robert. A woman used to say, uh, a friend of my mother, she used to say, "Frightened the pikers out of me." Oh. Frightened the. Okay, yeah, and it was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it frightened, and uh, I, I sort of thought it was a vulgar word at those times. So pretty rough lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, well, I maybe it's frightened of something else out of you. Yeah, <laughs> Rob, what, is frightened the now? Was it pie or pikers or? 
Pyakas. Pyakas. My recollection mm. would have been dead for with about 30 years. But yeah. I was intrigued to hear that. Uh, again, I haven't heard that since she died. The Pyak- so, Well, I hope for hopefully we haven't been you know, dropping a nasty word without knowing what we were doing. Well, I, I think that the working class rock anthem that I grew up in, I think that might have been the assumption. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember it to way back in, in Rocky there? Yeah, yeah, it was in... Yeah, it was in this woman was a friend of um, my mother's, yeah. Yeah, okay. Scared the pyakas out of me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that, some mob threw a rock on the roof last night. Frightened the pyakas out of me. Yeah. Well, of okay. course, you couldn't say bejeebas because that was... Because that was the bejesus out of the chair. Mm, yeah, well, couldn't say that. Bejesus, in you know, fifty years ago was a little risky because it's oh, it, it was yeah. almost Jesus, and so mm. you try and find a way around Very it. Blasphemous. Yes, indeed. Ten hail marriage for that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Rob, why? While you're there, can I ask you a question? Someone once yeah. said that you were the origin of the phrase "as frightened as a cat with a long a long tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs." That would be me. That yes. would be you. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Great phrase. Congratulations. Thank you. You're as an echidna in a balloon factory. Is another one. Of <laughs> Uh, we must talk probably one day there. <laughs> I think that would be a lot of fun, Robert Schwartz. You're a kidna in a balloon yeah, factory. Um, I, I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as free of brains as a snake is of hips. <laughs> <laughs> We're just getting him oh, going. Yeah, no, no. I, I need you to solve a problem for me. I'm an old chippy. Mm-hmm. Way back. And uh, there's a thing called a rebate plane. Yes. My old man used to always say, cut a rabbit up. Cut a rabbit, which to cut a groove in the side, it fits a door or whatever. Yes. And uh, I read recently in a uh, Stanley magazine uh, about a rabbit plane. I used to always think it was the old man just making a word himself. But yeah. So, have you ever heard of that? I've heard both of it. Uh, well, I've heard certainly heard of a rebate plane. Oh yeah, yeah, I have too. Um, and that that's a, a well-defined part of woodworking. Yes, a rabbit plane suggests to me that someone's misheard it somewhere because yeah. rebate's a fairly unusual word. You don't often see it written, you know. I'll, yeah. do, I'll do a bit of work on that, Rob, and get back to you. Mm. Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. I always enjoy your program. I've got a bit more time on my hands these days, so I always listen. And, uh, oh. always we'll program. look forward to talking to you again. Thank you very much. Thanks, Bye. Rob. Have a good Christmas. Hope. See you. Bye. Thank you. Robert Schwarten, yeah. former minister. Yes, mm. and long-tailed cats in a room full of rocking chairs. And if Excellent you've seen a long-tailed visual. cat, you'll know why they're worrying. <laughs> yes. Karen's at Sunnybank Hills. Hello, Karen. Hello. How Hello are there. you? Yes. Good. Your question. Um, we have seasons, summer, autumn, winter, spring. Yes. When it comes to cooking, we have seasoning. Yeah. Mm. How do we get that uh, difference in... Yeah, I I think it's because certain of the seasons are associated with certain types of produce um, and, uh, you know, apples and things in season. Mm. Um, Certainly to season means it's more to add herbs and salt and pepper. Yeah, salt and pepper. Mm. After seasons. Yeah, I'll, I'll do... Now, if something is in season, of course, that, that's, yes. the, that's the fruit and what have you. I'll do a little work on that because... Thank you. No, season's greetings, mm. that's fine. No, that's, but yep. season, to season, as in salt and so on, yep. nice, little, nice little problem. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Rolly loves I'm, a bit of homework. Oh, yes. He actually enjoys it. And Ian from Holland Park, hello. Hello. Now, P- we're, we're back to um, Piakas. Yep. Um... As I was saying to you, producer, mm-hmm. um, dictionary entry, uh, one connotation is um, from the 
word, piacula, yeah. uh, from the Latin, uh, requiring expiation, wicked, blameworthy. Oh. Oh, that makes sense. So this is this is a, um, a sin. I don't know whether it's venal or venial. We'll have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, um. Anyway, Christian church, making expiation or atonement for a sacrilege is one connote. connote. That's right. Um, yep. Requiring expiation, wicked, blameworthy. Piacularis, piaculum. I think you've... Sin offering. Yes. Proprietary hmm. sacrifice. Yeah. From Piare to appease, atone for. Yes. You've got, you've got the whole story pie. there, and well well done indeed. Um, hmm. Piaculum, sorry, piaculum means expiation. Uh, when your your sin is forgiven, sometimes in return for certain you know, act of piety that you do. And the hmm. Latin word Piare, P-I-A-R-E, certainly means to appease. So you may well have solved something, and I'll be able to sleep at night. Thank you. Yeah, but well pa- done. But from piaculum to piacus, you can see how it would get yep. bastardized from a religious use to something a bit more popular. Mm. And then it's gone another jump to the K one, um, which we got from you know, who was it? From Paul, uh, from from uh, Toowoomba, I think. Yeah. So that it's it's actually been quite a, a long and, and messy story. This one. Yes. Well, thank you to everyone well who's done, thrown yeah. in, though. It's been great. Mm. And Graham at Scarborough. Hello. Good afternoon, Riley and, and Kelly. Hi there. Just commenting on uh, the couple of uh, calls uh, previous about uh, rebate and rabbit. Mm-hmm. I'm a retired architect. And ah. I started my course way back in uh, the late 60s um, and got out on site. I always uh, I heard about these rabbits. Yep. It took me little time to work out, yeah, we're talking about rebate. <laughs> yeah. But the, the older tradesmen, and both carpenters and joiners, would refer to them as rabbits. As rabbits. Okay, mm. thank you. And we're now talking how long ago, roughly? Uh, I started my course in 66. Okay. So that, that's 50-plus uh, years? Yes. Correct. Yeah. And again, with with rebate, it's you know it's a it's a perfectly good word. Uh, mm. Oh yeah. But but uh, it's a check taken out of timber. That's right. Yeah. Um, and and uh, you can see that if someone hadn't seen it written, you know, and it was part of uh, the sort of trade which was involved in doing things, how it mm. would it would actually line up with an existing word. Yeah, you know, that's right. Gives you a rabbit plane. A bit like a bastard file, actually. You don't see uh, bastard files very much nowadays. I had no, it's true. And the other thing was called a bastard mitre, is when you had um, oh. a veranda that had a curved uh, roof and yes. it did a right angle. Yes. Or if it didn't do a right angle, right, it was a bastard mitre. Okay, lovely. Now that's one is totally totally new to me. Mm. Um, and by the way, there is a yet another word. I'm just digging it out of the back of my head. Rabbit, R-A-B-B-E-T, mm-hmm. and that's a North American form of rebate. Uh-huh. So we're we're mixing of rabbits with with ears that run around. A rabbit, R-A-B-B-E-T, which is a North American form of R-E-B-A-T-E. Haven't yeah. we had Goodness. a fun Sherlock Holmes time today? <laughs> Thank you, Graham. No problem. Thank you. And at Bundaberg, our last call for this afternoon, Carl. Hello. Yeah, hi, how are you going? Mm. Listen, yeah, can you please explain to me 
when you listen on the news, they come along, the reporters come along and say, oh, yeah, the unemployment rate for December is 6% seasonally adjusted. Mm. I was under the impression that December was December regardless of what year it was. Mm. And that, they seem to use it for everything. That means they've corrected the numbers, allowing for differences which are associated with the time of year. And although December isn't a season... Yeah. The, the, the phrase seasonally adjusted can be used, you know... It could be March, it could be... It's it every be, month. It, could, it can be seasonally month, yeah. adjusted. But, but the thing is, they use it for everything. They you know? do. Um, like, um, yeah, unemployment figures for December. I mm -hmm. mean, OK, that's December, and it happens at the same time every year, but it's seasonally adjusted. Well done, yes. I no. mean, but the thing is, the unemployment rate for November is going to be different, but... You know, that no, but they have to seasonally adjusted for everything. Yeah. yeah, but they do. They they have to take that into into account. Otherwise, you get figures that jump well, around. You're the misleading right. anyway. Yes. But um, another uh, use of seasonally yeah. adjusted, by the way, is to make the figures seem a little less bad. Mm. Because yeah. if you say that the unemployment <laughs> rate is so and so seasonally yeah. adjusted, it means that uh, we, we've we've actually marked mm. them down a bit, and uh, there is a kind of rationale yeah. sort of to do so. But Carl, thank you for bringing that yes, up. Good one. good one to end with. Rolly Sussex, can I get a last word? Since we're coming down the slippery slope to Christmas rather quickly, mm, here's one. Yes, we are. Did you know that Santa's not allowed to go down chimneys this year? Mm-hmm. Such has been decided by the Elf and Safety Commission. Oh, Rolly. Thank you, Kelly. See you next week. You're with Kelly Higgins-Devine on ABC Radio Brisbane and Queensland.